Good Tuesday morning. We're just past nine. The sun is shining. The temperatures are climbing and we're headed close to 70 degrees again today. Another day with above normal temperatures. Loving it. Okay, time now for another community health update as we check in with uh, Dr. Doug Mannion, infectious disease specialist, and Milford Mayor Sean Strube. It's the Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force joining me on this sun-filled Tuesday morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, good morning, George. Morning, George. How are you guys doing today? Hard not to love this weather. Uh, I was going to (laughs) say. Hopefully you got outside over the last several days and enjoyed something that we don't get to experience too often this time of the year. So uh, this uh, doesn't come around too often. No, it's been great. All right, Sean. uh, From uh, what I'm sensing here is we have uh, some seriousness happening in our area as uh, numbers are continuing to go into a direction that we're really not too happy with. So why don't we uh, check in with you first as far as what's happening in the uh, Pike County area with the businesses and uh, so on. Well, thank you, George. You know, one of the reasons that that we have done so well in our area is because the community has, you know, really been paying attention to this and responding uh, and focusing on it when necessary. You know, a few weeks ago, we were really proud to have the third lowest transmission rate of any county in Pennsylvania. That's not the case anymore because we've had such a dramatic jump just in the last couple of weeks that a number of people around Pike County have gotten together and created a sign-on letter that we're sharing to sort of emphasize the importance of this. And it's signed by all three of the Pike County commissioners and lots of local elected officials, all the supervisors in Porter Township and supervising Lackawaxon and uh, Milford and Delaware Township, the Tapton Fire Chief, uh, uh, and lots of business leaders, you know, John and Brad Kiesendahl at Woodlock and Davis Chant, many others have all signed on to this letter imploring people in Pike County and in our area to pay attention. The community spread of COVID has increased dramatically. We need to really, really focus over the next you know, week or two weeks to bring it back down. And this is all in the face of the holidays coming up and colder weather, <laughs> both of which are, are, are bad news for COVID transmission because we'll be spending more time inside. We'll be celebrating with our family and friends and we need to do that as safely as possible, or we're really, really in for some some pain uh, in the next few months. Okay, that uh, is something we um, really need to pay attention to uh, for sure. Uh, and of course, uh, your organization is still helping out with the supplies? We are. And in fact, tomorrow we're having a distribution at Milford Borough Hall. Well, first we have our, our Veterans Day commemoration on Broad Street at the War Memorial, organized this year by the Vietnam Veterans of America chapter. Uh, that's at 11 o'clock and people are encouraged to be there. We're closing off a block of High Street so people will be able to be socially distanced while they attend and, uh, and of course, masks are required. Uh, after that, at 12.30 at Borough Hall, uh, members of the Milford uh, COVID Relief Fund will be uh, distributing sanitation supplies to uh, Milford businesses and, and nonprofits in the area that's from fantastic. 12.30 to 2 o'clock. Excellent. Excellent. All right, Sean. Thank you so much. All right, Dr. Doug, uh, we're hearing what Sean said, what's happening here over the last week, week and a half or so with numbers on the rise. Where are the numbers exactly? Yeah, well, let's let's start with some good news before we get to the numbers. And the good news <laughs> is that uh, Pfizer just announced the first wave of results from a phase three study of their of their COVID-19 vaccine and the results are actually stunningly positive. So 44,000 patient study or person study, half of them got placebo, half of them got the vaccine. And then they looked to see at infection rates at seven days after the second dose of the vaccine. 
and uh, only 94 people got COVID-19 of that large group of people, but 90% of the ones who got it received only 10% who got it had, had active drug, had vaccine. So that means that 90% effectiveness, which is way more than the 50% threshold that, that we would you know, have to see at a minimum. So it's early days, but, uh, but uh, to me, it's a, it's a really, really important piece of, of good news uh, in faithful law, bad news. The other thing that came out just this morning is the US FDA has approved, at least has given emergency use authorization, which is kind of an early form of drug approval for one of the monoclonal antibody therapies. This isn't the one that President Trump received when he was sick. It's another one by a company called by Lilly, but it has been shown to reduce the number of people who go from having mild or moderate disease to having severe disease and needing hospitalization. So again, that's also great news. This is in face of really dauntingly increasing numbers. So Okay, so uh, um, as far as the increasingly daunting numbers, uh, they've uh, significantly gone up since we last spoke. And uh, where are we at now? Yeah, so for the four Pocono counties, all of them now are above that uh, target that you want to be below, of 50 new cases per 100,000 population for the last 14 days. Pike is at double that at 109. Uh, carbon is at 233 wow. for 14 days. Uh, and so this is these are the worst numbers ever for us in Pike County uh, since the pandemic began and is the, the most community spread since late May. Uh, so, so these are numbers that are above the threshold that we would need to be under to, if you may recall, when we're going from red to yellow to green, these were the numbers we we're tracking. We're in a range now where we shouldn't be green anymore. So we'll see what gets done about that. But for sure, people need to be doubling down in terms of mask wearing, avoiding congregating indoors, uh, all the things that we've been hammering home on people. And I think the people have got to start thinking really carefully about how they want to celebrate Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving can be celebrated safely, but it, it definitely should be smaller groups. Maybe you divide people up into more tables in, in other rooms in the home. You try to limit the amount of people in the house at the same time. If the weather holds out, do as much as you can outdoors. Uh, there's ways for us to do this safely, but we got to be really careful. We're at a really kind of critical juncture here. Dr. Doug, I have a question for you. I, you know, I think in our area, we see most of our residents wearing masks. But what about the quality of a mask? I, I'm not a doctor by no means, but I see some folks wearing a mask. Uh, is you know it doesn't seem like it's really that good of a mask. Should we really be cognizant of having a quality mask on, maybe enough layers to really do the job? Yeah, so CDC has excellent directions on that, and and you can locally you can buy some very good masks. So you sh you want to have multiple layers of kind of multiple different density of tissue. You want to wash your mask very frequently, but more importantly yet, you want to wear it correctly. I still see lots of people not covering their noses or having it on their forehead or having it on their chin or those are all really bad things. I mean, you, when you wear it, you wear it properly, covering, covering your nose and mouth, minimize touching your mask, wash it frequently, and, and don't believe that a mask kind of immunizes yourself and others from catching this. It, it reduces the risk. You should still physically distance. You should still do all the other things. Wash your hands frequently. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth unless you've just washed your hands. Don't laugh, but I boil mine. That's a that's a great idea. It's that's really it. easy. That's Put a pot of yeah. water on the stove, throw them in there for about 10, 15 minutes, and dry them. Yeah, yep. yep. that is a great idea. And that works perfectly fine. So viruses, by the way, are wimps when it comes to, to extremes of heat. So you don't even need to boil it for very long. I mean, even at you know, 120 degrees, a virus would die within minutes. All right, Sean, we need to help out your organization. You guys have been doing a great job. Uh, how can folks uh, help out? <laughs> 
Well, I think people can help out by uh, continuing to support local businesses. Um, we do have you know, businesses that are being really diligent about social distancing and about masking and, and making sure their patrons are in compliance. Uh, you know, the, the, a lot of the business leadership is signed on to the letter I was talking about because whether our businesses stay open or not, or whether we risk getting shut down again, a lot of that is up to us, is how good we are getting out there and being, being careful about masking and distancing and bringing that, um, uh, that transmission rate down. So people can uh, get further information from us at protectpike at gmail.com. And you know, the next time, just today, let's start out today, the first person we see wearing a mask, let's thank them. Let's just sort of reemphasize how much we appreciate uh, what, what so many of us are doing to, to protect everybody else. Okay. And uh, we'll talk next week at this uh, same time and same bat channel. Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force, Milford Mayor Sean Strube, Infectious Disease Specialist, Dr. Doug Mannion. Thank you so much for joining us and have a fantastic day and enjoy some sunshine. Thank you, George. Thanks, George. Be safe, everybody.